0: Welcome back, Seahawk Nation. This is Hawk Talk, where we talk all things South River High School sports. I'm your host, Tom Frank. You can find the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you catch your podcasts, as well as on Instagram at SRHawkTalk. We are going to have an interesting show today, but uh, before we get to that, a couple quick things. Uh, next Monday, September 26th, schools are closed in observance of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, no athletic practices are permitted, um, and so just enjoy the day off. Booster Club, the Booster Club member, go to the benefit of the athletic experience at South River High School. We would ask that everyone joins the Booster Club if possible. Membership dues go to help uh, fund new uniforms, equipment, and team experiences. Please consider joining this week. You can go to your family ID, sign in there, and you'll see it. Um, right now, I give a little shout-out to the cheer team. I think the cheer team is at 100% of, of the parents have joined the uh, Booster Club, so good for them. Let's get Let's catch up with them, all the other sports. So a few scores from the past week. We had a good week here at South River. Monday, volleyball got their first win of the year, taking down Atherton 3-0. The, um, it was this past Monday night. We had lots of South uh, River wins on Tuesday, um, both the boys' varsity and the JV boys' soccer with wins over Northeast. The girls' soccer tied, but, but don't worry, girls. You'll be back next time. Both the uh, varsity and JV field hockey had uh, big wins over um, Centennial. On Thursday, the girls' soccer beat North County 4-0 to improve to 2-1-2, with the JV team picking up a win 5-0 over the Knights. Boys' soccer improved to 5-0. This boys' team is good. If you haven't been out to a game, make sure you get out to get out to see them. They, they won over North County. They had goals by uh, Cole, Mastel, I hope I'm saying that right, and Hunter Marston. Both the varsity and JV volleyball took down Huntingtown. And the field hockey, they fell to Crofton 4-0, but they'll be back. They'll be back. And as we record this, we have the cross-country team is at Bull Run, and the JV volleyball team is at a tournament at Crofton. So let's go back to Friday night. We had a terrific games at, at Glen Burnie uh, this past Friday night. The JV team kicked it off. Uh, they were down their starting quarterback against a really good Glen Burnie team, but they stuck right in there behind uh, multiple touchdowns by Brett Cotton. If it weren't for a couple miscues, I think they could come back and win that game, but they did fall to Glenn Burnie, And then in the varsity game, just when we thought these boys were maybe down and out, they put together a great game plan, and behind three touchdowns by Treshawn Simmons, they beat the Gophers 20-14. to They held them out of the end zone in the final seconds of the game. It was a big crowd up there of South River folks. A great game, a lot of, a lot of spirit, and it, it, it was a lot of fun. So now we're on to today's guest. So last week, we had one of South River's, I think, legendary football players, Mitch Supley, and now this week, I'm quickly finding out, we got another legend sitting right here in front of me. Our guest led South River to two state championships in her four-year career, was a two-time Washington Post All-Met selection, was named the 2007 All-Met Field Hockey Player of the Year, and earned the Baltimore Sun All-Met Player of the Year honors in 2007. She went on to play college field hockey. Uh, We're going to get into that today and hear a little bit more about that. And then most recently, in May of 2021, she was named the South River Varsity Field Hockey Coach. Um, Great to have her back, uh, back in the area. Um, I love having alumni who are are coaching at the high school. So let's give a warm Hawk Talk welcome to Hope Batista.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for being on the show. I mean, this is exciting. I, I I I have to admit I did a little research on you and I'm I'm blown away.
1: That so was uh,
0: quite the intro. <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite quite the resume. But um, before we get into that, I have a tradition here, and I, I think you I think you've listened to a few of the shows. So we got to start off. You got to give me three things that the South River community uh, might not know about Hope that makes Hope hope.
1: Okay, uh, I was thinking about them before I got here. The first one I want to talk about is. I went to South River. That's obviously already known, but I think it's kind of fun to talk about. um, The current girls' basketball coach was my coach, Coach Civic. Okay, Uh, Mr. Klingel was my teacher. Uh, He taught health back then, Um, so I think it's kind of fun that I Miss Tucker I knew when I was there. So I think it's fun that I knew. I think Miss Tucker's
0: been there. from day one, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's we love Miss Duggar. Yeah.
1: Um, the second thing, I actually was lucky enough to play field hockey and softball in college, which okay. I think is uh, pretty awesome. So I give a shout out to Division three colleges for that. And the last thing, some of the kids already know because uh, I might have been their teacher in middle school, but I have a dog named Mister Pickles. He's a poodle.
0: Mister Pickles.
1: And they hear a lot about him. They love him. So <laughs> I'll give a shout out to him as well.
0: Well, that, that's fantastic. So you're you're currently the head coach of of the field hockey team, but you also are a teacher at at Central Middle, right?
1: Yes, I teach mainly seventh and eighth grade PE at Central. Middle. And we were
0: just talking beforehand. I think you've had all of my kids. Uh, so that that's I pretty think cool. I've had them. Yes, all. that's very cool. But so let's rewind a bit and let's start with your career at at South River. You won two state championships. I did. I mean, that's kind of amazing.
1: It's pretty awesome looking back. At the time, it didn't feel that crazy. It just yeah. felt like the norm because you, you won all the time. But I, uh, I'm i still more upset about the one we lost. But... So
0: did you win them in 2007 and 2006? The or was We there... won
1: my freshman year, 2004. Oh, okay. My sophomore year, 2005. We lost my junior year, 2006, in the state championship.
0: Oh, all right. So you were there at least three times. Yes. I won two of them. Yes. And so... Would you say then, I mean, did you come in here and is that class unique
1: to South River
0: or did they have a, already have a long history of, of winning? I mean, field hockey to me has always been huge in this area and and especially at South River.
1: So my coach at the time was um, Laura Gary Hoffman and Katie Corcoran, who is a legend in the Philly world around here, Yeah, and uh, Megan Atkinson. And they all recently just left... I took over for Megan. I coached okay. with Megan. I've coached with Katie. And they really built the program. Yeah. They started a lot of the youth sports in the area then, too. Um, when I was in fourth grade is when field hockey kind of started in this whole area. Oh, okay. Um, I'm from Crofton, but uh, that was the first time there'd been a field hockey program. So since then, I think South River has been competitive.
0: So now you grew up in Crofton. So if Crofton High School would have been open at the time,
1: I would not. we might, we might not be here. having this conversation. <laughs> yes. that's, that's interesting. <laughs>
0: Um, so the, uh, I mean, how, how did, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're a junior and a senior, you become like super uber famous in, in terms of in that world. I mean, you, you won some major awards here. like
1: As, as famous as field hockey players field hockey hockey good, But I mean, what was that
0: experience like being named, you know, some of these things? Um, I mean, you, this, this is really impressive. Um, you know, the player of the year for the in the Baltimore Sun. I mean, how did tell me about that experience?
1: It was pretty awesome. I yeah. loved my time here at South River, and I think it's pretty obvious because I've never left. Yeah, I came back. Um, I give a lot of respect to my coaches and Mr. Klingle actually, just for giving me all those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun, and I think anyone who's played South River field hockey specifically knows how fun it is because they come back and coach. We've had tons of coaches yeah. in the past probably 10 years that went to South River and came back and coached. That, I mean, that, that, that is impressive.
0: I mean, there's a whole list of coaches. I can't wait to get many more of them on. But I was uh, I'm talking to Darren, who I'm sure you know. And hmm. Darren, I mean, that, same thing. Like, guy who, who, who's a great basketball player here, went off, came back. And now, I mean, it's, it's fun to see all of you kind of making this community something that we can all be really proud of. So you left South River and you went on to play in, in college. Um, what, tell me a little bit about that experience. Where did you play it?
1: Yes. I played my freshman year at Georgetown. Okay. Um, I went there exclusively to play field hockey. Um, I'm one of the rare people that just wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, which is something I think I tell my players a lot when I talk to them is just because it's a great school doesn't mean it's a great school for you. Yeah. Um, I thought I wanted that division one experience and all that sort of thing. I transferred to McDaniel college. Okay. Um, my stepdad had gone there and, I played field hockey and softball, and I absolutely loved it. So I am—I sing the praises of small schools. I think, I think either can work for anyone, but yeah. it's just finding the fit for you. And when I made that transfer, I just—I I loved it. And that's
0: a huge difference from downtown DC to up in Westminster, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah, culturally, that had to be kind of.
1: Well, I also—I joke. Uh, I always told Mr. Klingle he had the best job as a PE teacher. Yeah. And uh, when I made the transfer, I decided to do uh, physical education. Oh, okay. And so. It really just all kind of fell into place for me at that point.
0: So, what was that experience like? You you were recruited, I assume, from in the in, to go to Georgetown. Um, what was that whole experience? Because we definitely have you know seniors playing right now that they're starting to go through this whole recruitment process. What was that like um, in terms of? Because when we had Mitch on uh, last week, and you know, Mitch is a little bit older than you, um, and his his experience was probably very different than what it is today in terms of just how the experience is from recruitment.
1: Well, it's wild how much it's all changed. I spent a lot of time talking to my players about college. And for me, it was wild because I was one of those people who played travel softball my whole life. I okay. thought softball was my sport and I had, I had some offers. They just weren't what I was looking for. And then I was lucky enough to be on such a competitive high school team that I got noticed playing field hockey in high school. I never, yeah. I never played on a club team, hardly. Okay. So I got a couple of, I guess because of the state championship looks and I got the offer to Georgetown and was like, that's great. I love it. I'm in, but I mean, it didn't turn out to be for yeah. me, but it was, uh, it's
0: still an incredible a little bit experience. of luck, yeah, but it's a great experience. I mean, they, they wanted you there. You went, you checked it out and then you got to go somewhere where ultimately you loved mm-hmm. and got to play both sports. Yeah. So and, like that, that, that experience, you played both sports. I mean, how is that like a student athlete in, in college? I mean, that is quite different than just being a, a purely a student. Like, what was that experience like?
1: I think it's great. Um, I think especially because a lot of our current athletes, they, they play multiple sports yeah. and they're used to that lifestyle where you, you go to school, you get your work done, you go to practice, maybe you go to other practices, you support other teams, you kind of stay busy all the time. Yeah. And I enjoyed still having that structure in college. I think it was good for me. Um, I saw other students who, you know, maybe were able to sleep a little bit longer or yeah. stay up a little bit later. It just, I think I thrive in structure. I think a lot of our student athletes do as well, so I think it worked really well for me.
0: How about some highlights from college? What, what are you, what are your greatest highlights from your time playing college greatest sports?
1: Highlights. I was all conference, which was very exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, in college for me, it's less about the wins mm-hmm. and more about like the friendships and the experiences I made. I love just being part of a team. Yeah. I still do. That's why I coach. Yeah. Um. I think it's like being part of a family.
0: So what So what? ultimately brought you back then to the area? And, and and was your plan always, I'm going to come back there, I'm going to be a coach, I'm going to do this?
1: I had always wanted to be a coach at South River. Really? Okay. Um, I loved my coaches, yeah. um, Katie and Megan. They're, everyone knows them who plays Philadelphia, so I can say their names. Um, and I always wanted to come back. So when I got the opening, I taught one year in Baltimore County, and okay. I coached up there. And then the opening happened at Central Middle, and I was lucky enough to get hired, and I immediately just rejoined the coaching staff. Okay. So, and I haven't left. I actually live in Baltimore, so I have quite the commute So, we, we need
0: to get you down here. About
1: eventually. eight years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a tough commute it's right It's a there. tough
1: one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we will be right back. Hawk Talk is recorded live from Chad's Barbecue in Edgewater, Maryland. Since 2013, Chad's Barbecue has been delighting visitors with great food, fun atmosphere, and excellent customer service. Swing by and tell Chad you love Hawk Talk for a chance to win an official Hawk Talk t shirt. We'll be giving away one t shirt each week on the show for anyone who gave their name to Chad. And now back to the show. So, when you came back then, did you take a lot of the philosophy and the way that your coaches at a coach do to kind of make that your style? Or, or how, how have you felt your, your program is maybe different than it was back then?
1: I've learned a lot. I think when you first start coaching, you have an idea of what coaching is. Mm -hmm. And I think I used to think you had to treat all athletes, you know, these are the rules. This is this. This is this. And I think athletes respond differently. Different teams respond differently. Some need more structure. Some need a little bit more freedom to work things out. So I think you have to base it on the personality of the athletes you're working with. And that's been really helpful. I think the biggest thing for me is relationship building. I try to get to know my athletes, and I feel like I'm lucky enough to know a lot of them since like sixth grade. Yeah, so I do really watch them grow up, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, and so you're you're this is your second season. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys do last year?
1: Oh, uh, we had a good year. Good year. Yeah, right. we finished. I want to say nine and six. Okay. Yeah, we lost a broad neck in the playoffs, won nothing. Uh, never mm-hmm. liked to li- Hate lose. Hate losing the broad them. Neck.
0: Yeah. Um. And and how are we looking this year? You're still early on.
1: I like our team. Yeah, um, I think we're we're athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our first loss of the season, which is tough, but I like to get it out of the way. We yeah. can learn from it. Uh, our first three games were strong. We opened with wins. I think we're fast. I think we're athletic. We're aggressive. The team is very willing to learn and very coachable. Um, I think the great thing about high school sports for us is that You know, the playoffs are at the end so we can learn through all of these games and hopefully peak at the right time.
0: Yeah. And, you know, talking to some of the football coaches, that's that's the one thing they kept kept stressing is that you got to get into your rhythm at the beginning of the year and then you don't want to peak too early. You peak too early, then you're kind of sliding the rest of the year. So if you can keep building that momentum, take the losses when you can and then kind of keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, I think this is the type of team that will continue to grow yeah. throughout the whole season.
0: Yeah. So introduce me to the team a little bit. Tell me some of the – who should we be looking out for?
1: Well, uh, we have four captains this year. Uh, we have our our returning captain, Gigi Stefan. She's okay. our center midfielder. Everything on the field kind of runs through her. Jody Donlin is our defensive anchor, and her dad is actually the voice of the South River uh, Seahawks oh, okay. announcement. Yeah. He kills it. Uh, we got Reagan Bell. She is a four-year varsity player on goal in goal. And Katherine Wanner is our other captain. Uh, she's an attacker. She also plays ice hockey, and it shows. She's aggressive. Yeah. She shoots hard. Um, Kelly Weber is a top returner for us. She's a really good ball handler. Um, Kendall Simpson is probably. The heart and soul. She uh, she'll cheer for any player at any time, whether she's playing or not. That's great. She's she's an awesome all right. Now I'm going to stop you right man. there
0: because I got I got to tell a little story about Kendall. I'm giving Kendall a shout out here. So I was at the JV game, the football game up in Glen Burnie, and uh, I'm, I'm sitting in the stands. They just got kicked off, and I think I yelled something as simple as "Let's go Seahawks." And Kendall, who at the time I didn't realize was Kendall, turned around and just kind of stared at me. And all it kept going through my head is, what did I just say? Like, did I say something inappropriate? Am I at the wrong game? Am I on the wrong side of this thing? And she just looked at me and then finally said, I know your voice. You're that guy from the hot Talk, right? And uh, I was like... Whew, first of all, thank God! I thought she was going to yell at me or something. And but I was I, I was actually rather excited. Somebody recognized the show. So Kendall, her her mom and dad were there too. Her brother was playing. Thank you for for actually listening to the show. That made my day. Someone She'll she'll, out.
1: she'll appreciate the shout out. Well
0: good because that that was fun and um that was I was glad to meet her. And here I didn't realize she knew she knows half my kids and all of that as well. So that was fun. But um so so the t- the team we're at, we're at three and one right yes. now. What do you got coming up?
1: We got a tough week yeah uh, so Monday we've got Bryn Mawr, they're a top private in Baltimore uh they're perennially good yeah uh, they'll be strong they're ranked in the Baltimore Sun definitely in the top 15 they just had a big loss but and then Severna Park uh Thursday and they kind of speak for themselves as far as field hockey resume goes they're always good they'll yeah. always be strong um we're I'm gonna say lucky <laughs> lucky's an interesting word but we play, I would say, a lot of the top competition in the state in our own county. Oh, okay. So we get exposed to a lot of talent. Yeah. Um, well, that's, Do you think
0: that, that Anne Arundel County is, is probably some of the best field hockey teams in the state? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. I think uh, the state championships probably speak for themselves. Yeah. Um, we've won quite a few. Severna Park's won a ton. Broadneck is just always competitive. Crofton's a new up-and-coming program uh even there's a couple other teams that really compete. Chesapeake competes for sure. So it's a tough county. You can yeah. you can lose on any given day if you Why, don't show why
0: do you think that is? Like um, like when you look at field hockey in general, right? I mean I, I would and you know more than this, but my instincts are that this area is probably some of the best field hockey maybe in the country. Like, it just seems like the Maryland for lacrosse, for field hockey. I mean, where are some of the other hot spots of field hockey?
1: So field hockey is very East Coast-based. Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania has always been the hotbed. Okay, I think Maryland's really come a long way, though, in being competitive in that. Delaware is competitive as well with Pennsylvania. Um, Howard County is really up and coming compared, like, now they're very competitive with us as well. Okay, um, The ca- this, counties that don't get to play on turf, really fall behind because mm. the sport is so much faster Yeah, and Anne Arundel County has been lucky enough to all of the high schools have turf many have two some have three um, and that just allows for so much more opportunity in the rec programs and in the high school programs
0: yeah that's actually a great point because both, both my youngest two play field hockey and I've seen them practice on those the you know this, the grass fields and it is such a difference like I almost like how do you even play on a grass field?
1: It's a different sport. I mean, when I went here, it was grass. Okay. And I joke, like, I could just get by on hitting the ball really hard, you yeah. know, and just being athletic, whereas now there's so many field hockey players. Um, it used to be a sport that was a lot of lacrosse players who just played field hockey in the offseason. Yeah. And it's really made a transition in the whole state of Maryland to we have tons of excellent field hockey players. So
0: what what makes a great field hockey player?
1: Stick skills, speed. Mm-hmm. Um, they say hand speed is something that's really important. So the speed, you're able to uh, move the ball on something like a dodge. Um, consistency is really important. Being able to pass consistently, mm-hmm. being able to receive consistently. Um, anybody who watches Field hockey like, who doesn't know anything thinks there's like a million whistles.
0: Yes, I would uh. <laughs> I would say that. As a bit of a novice who goes yes. to all my daughter's games, I, the whistles kind of drive me crazy a little
1: yes. bit. Yes, Um so you're trying to minimize those fouls. So yeah. really good field hockey players are able to cause the other team to foul, but not have those fouls themselves.
0: Okay. So now you mentioned your older coach had done a good job with like the program from the youth side all the way up through. How, how involved are you um, at this point in, in, in both the high school level but also the youth level?
1: So obviously I'm very involved in the high school level. Yeah. I'd love to be more involved in the youth level, but honestly the – Time, yeah, just isn't there, uh, especially with the school start change. Yeah, I teach middle school, so I'm here at least twelve hours a day. Yeah, usually, it's a long day. yeah. So while I would love to be more involved, probably not as much as I could be. Um, we do have really good rec coaches though now, mm-hmm. and they're lucky enough to be um, on our field a lot, which I think is great. Um, yeah,
0: we're at that. I'm at that field all the time. It's, so, yeah. it's
1: nice to have all those teams there together. I think yeah. it's a strong sense of camaraderie within the whole program.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to the, this kind of next generation, the younger kids coming up through elementary school, middle school, in terms of they want to play field hockey and they want to be a good field hockey player? What What kind of advice would you give that?
1: The biggest thing I think is you just have to have your stick in your hands. Um, Whether that's playing in a rec program, whether that's playing in a club program, whether that's playing summer league, whether that's just going to the field and having the ball and the stick in your hands. Um, I think sometimes we struggle when we don't pick our stick up in the off season Mm -hmm. because it's not necessarily a natural movement. So you really have to build those stick skills. It's like any like anything, like shooting a basketball. The more you do it, the better you're going to be. Yeah. So you've got to get those pulls in. You've got to have your stick in your hands. You've got to be super comfortable. like It's an extension of your body. And that's what the best field hockey players do.
0: Okay. And you think lacrosse, you mentioned a lot of players play both. Is that... Is that kind of, I'm assuming like both those sports feed off each other a little bit because they're similar, but not similar at the same time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We have a lot of lacrosse players. We always have, I think a lot of the athleticism in lacrosse translates really well. I think the cutting translates really well. Um, I think the only thing that maybe can be difficult is to switch from the air to the ground, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. But it's funny. We use like uh, certain words. I'll be using a word to something uh, like to switch defender or, you know, we had to switch players. Mm -hmm. And um, they'll be like, oh, so like slide in lacrosse. And I was like, is that the word we want to use? Okay, (laughs) I'll switch to that. Like, so it definitely helps to play multiple sports, in my opinion. I think some of the best athletes I've seen come through South River, a lot of them are multiple sport athletes because it just builds that sports IQ yeah. they're able to see passing lanes they're able to cut well they're able to lose a defender so things that don't necessarily just happen in field hockey
0: which is something interesting that probably has changed since you were playing is I feel like so many of the kids now sometimes get focused in on one sport and and nowadays you can play you can literally play the same sport year round if you wanted to um, but like for someone who did go to college and it's a lot of the people that I, that I talked to that played in, in college in different sports, it does seem like having that multiple sports in your background is a, is a help from our recruitment process. I think from just skills, because you can learn other skills and other sports and look at things from a different perspective that can ultimately help in whatever sport that you want to play.
1: I'm absolutely a component of playing more than one sport. Well, we've had fantastic players who have only played field hockey, so nothing against them. I think you're more prone to injury. I think you're more prone to burnout. And I think sometimes you get almost too specialized in that. And you do miss out on some of those other things. Um, And different sports have different draws. You know, like we had a senior last year who was our only softball player on the whole team. And she hit the ball so hard, and we'd always joke. It's because she also she plays softball. softball. Yeah, it's a great um, point. You know, so it's like lacrosse gives you that cutting. Um, my basketball players—they're always super good on defense. Um, it just translates. You just pick things up in other sports. Yeah. It all—it's all the same, you know, in that way. Yeah. Athletic ability.
0: Right. All right. Well, let's look at let's look ahead to next week's schedule across the board. As you said, you're away up in Baltimore at. Uh, Bryn am I mm-hmm, saying that right? That's it. All right, so that's a big game for you. The boys' soccer is home at Bel Air, so come out and support them. They're looking to go 6-0. and um, On Tuesday, we have golf is home. Tennis is at Chesapeake. Girls' volleyball is home at Chesapeake Science Point. Um, Wednesday, golf is at Crofton. Boys' and girls' uh, cross-country are both um, at meets in Chesapeake. We got lots of action on on Thursday. We have uh, girls soccer is home versus Annapolis uh, while the boys are away versus Annapolis. Field hockey, um, you guys are away at Severna Park, so that'll be a good one.
1: That's a big game for us. Yeah,
0: so get out there and support the team. You got both away games. You got no home games. It's a tough week. week. Um, Volleyball is at home versus Old Mill. And then on Friday night, our football team is back in action at home versus Crofton. The JV team will play at 445 and the varsity at 7 o'clock. You can get your tickets on GoFan. That's good for both games. And come out and support these teams. Um, we're, in the, we're in the heat of it now. This is getting fun. Lots of teams doing well. So um, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank I you understand. for coming.
0: Um, I hope you the absolute best the rest of the season. I'm, gonna be, I'm, I'm now kind of into it. I feel like now I'm a little bit vested. So um, we're going to get out and watch some of those games. Um, please, you got to send me your updates. I need, to, I need to know how you guys are doing. Um, maybe we'll get a few of your players on here down the road. They See would us. love that. We'll get them on here. So um, for all those that are listening, uh, thank you and keep supporting the show. That's Hope Batista. Um, she's the head field hockey, field hockey coach. I'm Tom Frank, and thank you for listening to Hawk Talk. <laughs> Don't forget to contact me through Instagram at SR Talk. Subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcast, and spread the word, Seahawk Nation. Until next week, I leave you with this cheer from the best squad in the county, your South River cheer team. Go Seahawks.
1: Hawk victory,
0: ready? Cardinals, get ready. It's action, you'll
1: see. Cardinals, get ready for a Hawk victory. (laughs)